Hi, welcome to Annie's Pink Chair. My name is Annie Lobert, and I am a founder of Hookers for Jesus and the Destiny House. I'm also an author and a speaker and a talk show host. Yay! So if some of you don't know me, just look us up at hookersforjesus.net. And today I am so excited and so overjoyed because today's topic is joy, miracles of joy. I have in the studio Dr. Carol Elaine, and she is a doctor for a reason. She's a friend of mine, uh, just a wonderful person, and she's also the running person of CTN. Yes. The, the lady of the house. Yes. CTN oh. Vegas. Yes. yes. And, and also she is formerly, well, I guess you still are, a teacher and preacher. Yes. And yes. like I said, a doctor for a reason. Yes. Right? Yes. You know, years ago, and it's funny that you mentioned that, I started preaching when I was 15, mm -hmm. 16. And I was crying out to the Lord, and he said, go to school. Now, not everybody does he tell to go to school. Right. And I'm thinking, why? I have the anointing. I'm I don't need this. school. I don't need school. The <laughs> anointing's there. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be preaching the rest of my life. Right. And he said, go to school. Mm -hmm. I was obedient. I, I go to school. I earn my uh, bachelor's. Mm -hmm. I earn my master's. And then I earn my doctorate. I was obedient wow. to him. How many years was that? Uh, I spent a good, uh, let's say, four, six, eight years. Eight years. Eight years and probably longer because it took me a little bit longer to get my degrees. What was your degree in? My degree, my... Or my, I should say is. <laughs> yes. I majored in theology okay. in uh, the study my of bachelor. God? The study of... Of, of the, Bible, the Bible in theology. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then I have a master's in creative writing. Little did I know what my future held. Wow. And he told me, he said, go to Seton Hill, which is a Catholic... Uh, university, and I really enjoyed it very, very much. And then I earned my doctorate degree in theology, and little did I know that he was going to speak to me about starting a school with my husband, an online Bible school, and we have one now, and I needed those degrees for the online Bible I'm school. I'm learning something every day. I did not know you had that. Yes, yes, Christ Exalted <laughs> oh Seminary. And, you know, we, we did a little something different. It's book after book, mm -hmm. line upon line. I tell people, have your devotions with us. Right. Learn the Bible. We have students that have attended some of the major, major universities, and they say to us, we have learned the Bible through you. And it's amazing because we don't have other books that they read. Right. It's simply the Bible. Yeah. So it's chapter after chapter. They right. take a quiz online. They get their grade online. And you know why I think that might be? And this is just my personal take on it. When someone writes a book about the Bible, it's their perspective. Exactly. It doesn't mean it's a lie. It's their opinion and perspective exactly. of the Bible. And so it's not necessarily commentary. It's their opinion. It's their experience. And so when you can teach the raw and then from your perspective and Scott's perspective, it, it's very, very grace-filled and mercy-filled. And yes. there's, no, there's no real legalistic, weird religion, which it, religion is, is God's 
you know, he doesn't like religion because he's not religion. Exactly. He, he's he's, he's, he's the father. Freak. <laughs> right. I mean, he's not here to make us yes. be in a box and, and, and rules and just all this crazy stuff. So, I mean, the thing is, is that I think that people are getting blessed by you because you do have an anointing and you do have such kindness in your hearts. Aww. I mean, I felt this first day I ever met you and I met you both at an event last year that I was speaking at and then you approached me and said, would you like to have your own talk show? I was like, what? <laughs> and yes, that's how, every, anyway, by the way, everyone, Pink Chair actually was formulated because Carol and Scott had the audacity to invite an ex-prostitute, ex-sex trafficking victim to the studio to have her own show. And I know God's going to bless you for that. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Oh I, you have an anointing <laughs> upon you. And I was talking about you when I was in Tennessee. I was doing a conference. And I was talking about you coming to CTN Vegas. And there was a lady in the conference. She goes nuts when she hears because she too has a house in Tennessee. She has taken women into mm -hmm. her house. I don't think it was planned. Right. It was just something that happened. She said, Annie Lobert. Oh my she gosh. said, we <laughs> are doing our Bible study with Annie Lobert. I, I'm just so amazed. So during that conference, I said, let's wow. do a little video and I sent it to you. <laughs> yeah. But your anointing destroys the yoke. Yeah. You're real. You speak ex exactly what needs to be spoken and, and you're blunt. And you know, that's needed today. Today we live in a, uh, a world where, where there are times that people need to uh, hear and hear clearly instead yeah. of beating around the bush. The truth. I mean, the it, truth. Jesus said <laughs> the truth will set us free. And that's what people want to hear. And I, I've learned to be more truthful. And actually, to be honest with you, I'm continually, I don't know about you, growing into that truth of being more authentic and more real with who I really am and comfortable in my own skin. And that's hard to do when you're not, you're not aware of who you are. Exactly. And you, you, you live off everyone's abuse of you or their perception of you. And that's what I was like as a child. So, you know, I was talking about complex trauma earlier, how it really affects our population. Uh, and right now, our whole country is going through severe trauma because of the fact that everything's shut down. You know, I've never lived in a day like today. It's really crazy. It is nuts. And I'm looking at it thinking, you know, four months ago, Never would I have dreamt anything like this was going to transpire. I feel like this is a movie. Uh, so it seems like the apocalypse, right, but I know right. it's not. I feel that we're living in that, that movie as well. And how many of us have watched those mm -hmm. movies and, and get into it and all of a sudden we're into it and we're looking at it. But it's not, you know, Annie, when this all started, I went to the Lord. And I said, God, speak to me. And it was before any of the prophets were saying anything. What is going on? I'm none of the prophets. And I'm calling everybody. What are the prophets saying? And I heard the Lord so clearly. He said to me, Carol, I'm not just a prophet. I am the prophet. Mm -hmm. The one that Moses talked about in Deuteronomy right. 18. He said, I prophesied about it. Go to Matthew 24. Right. And I'm going to tell you, Annie, I go over and I'm, I sit down in my recliner and I grab my Bible and I opened it up 
and the words were just a personal word. Rhema, I know you've opened your Bible where all of a sudden the words just, you know, pop out and you know God is speaking to you. And he said, do not be frightened. Okay, stop. Yes. Don't forget what you're saying because we're going to be right back, you guys. This is really good. It's about to get even better. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Annie, and I wanted to share with you today about joy. I have a story about joy, and in fact, before the joy occurred in my life, there was a major depression, bipolar, I had anxiety, ADHD, severe trauma, complex trauma actually, and I had no self-worth of myself, and I had no identity, didn't know who I was, where I was going, what was going to happen, because I just was a broken individual with a broken heart. And I wrote a book called Fallon Out of the Sex Industry and Into the Arms of the Savior. And if you want to say it in your pronunciation, it would be fallen, like fallen down. My working name in the industry was Fallon York. Most girls that get in the sex industry that get trafficked have to pick a pseudo alter fake name because they don't want anyone to find out what they're doing, or it's because it's an alter ego that has to be perpetrated. In other words, we have to put on an actress face and be a different person completely when men are purchasing us because if they really saw our real hearts, they'd see that our heart was breaking or that we were very angry or both. And towards the end, thank God his grace got me out of it. Jesus came to my rescue, put his angels around me, wrap me up and save my heart from disaster. And this is my story. If you want more information about my story of being sex trafficked in the United States of America, Minneapolis, Hawaii, and Las Vegas, go to hookersforjesus.net, click on the book. And also we have it in Spanish. Anyone that's out there that can't really read English very well yet, this is completely in Spanish. And then, of course, the treat of all treats is this is also in audio, and I am narrating this completely in my voice. And trust and believe, this was a fight to get this on CD because my husband and I did this. It took us like five days, and it was, by the time it was done, a masterpiece because it tells the story of my life from death to life. Go to hookersrejesus.net, click on the book, and you'll get it. Thank you. Do not be frightened. That's what Dr. Caroline just said, because Jesus told you. He spoke to me. And you'd have to understand my personality. My mother used to laugh all the time because she called me an hypochondriac. Oh, I was called the same thing. My mom called me that too. Yes. Because That's I would funny. listen to someone talk about uh, you know, their illness or whatever. What? And I would what? Think, Tell yes. me I would say, well, <laughs> oh what's the first symptom? And I'd see my mother over check. there symptom laughing. Yes. <laughs> Don't get me Google because I'll go freak on Google. And so the first thing that the Lord said to me was, do not be frightened. Mm -hmm. And my husband came home that afternoon. He said, boy, are you joyful? And I said, the Lord spoke to me because Looking at the situation, looking at the circumstances right. and seeing how people are suffering, Italy, Ugh. New York, I, you know, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. But I knew the Lord spoke to me. Do not be frightened. He went on to talk about their 
will come in the last days. And we're the last day generation. We, and, and instead of groaning and moaning about it, he had more to say about the last day generation. I am so thankful that I'm alive in this day, this hour, more in his word than any other generation about our generation, right, our us situation. living, exactly. us living right now. And the, and the comfort and the being spoiled and, and I mean, look at, look at this set. Like, I'm not trying to say that we're being spoiled, but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. This, this is something of palaces back in Israel in, in 2000, 4,000 years ago. This would be considered royal furniture. Like, seriously, the carpet, like, oh, where did you get that? Well, it was made in a factory. What's a factory? <laughs> and so we are at this present time. Yes. It, it, God has blessed us so much as a nation and as a people that follow him. And so, yes, when you said people are like, oh, my gosh, and you couldn't you couldn't hear from anyone because no one had a word yet. But God spoke to you. So it says in the in the word that Jesus is prophecy. He is prophecy. Yes. He and is. what did he say to you? Do not be frightened. He said, do not be frightened. And then he went on and he said, uh, these things must be. And, uh, you know, I, for weeks I meditated on that. And that's Matthew 24. Mm -hmm. Why must these things be? Because we're the last day generation, the scene is being set. We right need to now. prepare our, our generations that are coming too. Absolutely, this and give them a picture of what it looks like to be prepared. Exactly, I loved what you just said. It reminds me of what Winston Churchill said. He's, he it was during the time of uh, World War Two, mm -hmm. at World War Two, he saw a woman holding a baby. And he said to her, woman, teach this child to sacrifice. And I'll never forget that particular story that was told about him. Teach this child. You know, Americans, we don't know anything about sacrificing. And yet the scripture has much to say about the last days and we are living in it, Matthew right, 24. Right, right. I believe actually, Annie, that this is probably the season, the time that's called the beginning of sorrows. It's not the apocalypse. It's not no, the end of the world. there's been several words that it's not the end. It's no, not it's the end not yet. the end of the world, but we're living in a very unique time. Right. And the one thing that we need to do is realize that we have the joy of the Lord, That's right. regardless, regardless of the circumstances. Right. And we need to keep that joy. And, and of course, you have a scripture that's any, about in his presence. Any more, any more bad news, I'm going to flip out. That's all I can say. My husband puts on the news and he loves the news. And it's like, I don't need to hear this again. He's a news junkie and I'm not a news junkie. I want to shut it off. I've already heard what's going on. I can Google and it's done. It's two seconds. I haven't read. I'm done. But yeah, one of the things that we were talking about earlier was, you know, the joy. So it says in, in Psalms 16, in your presence is fullness of joy. And the thing is, is that David, King David, this was a time when he was a king, but it was a time that he was going through a heavy trial. And maybe things didn't look so good for him, but he needed to declare that like to God in, you know, in front of him, look, I'm going to write this down. And I'm going to say it to you in your presence is fullness of joy. Okay. Because even though David maybe saw, like, we don't know exactly what was going on at the time, but people chasing him, his own son trying to take him out of leadership. Yes. How backstabbing is that? <laughs> That's talking terrible. behind his back, you know, and may, trying to usurp his dad's authority. And how depressing he must have felt and just 
despondent and saddened, but then knowing that God is the fullness of his joy, but also looking forward to the generations to come, which yes. was the Messiah, yes, Jesus Christ, knowing that in the future, this is not going to be the way it looks now. Yes. So just yes. like now I say, in the future, it's not going to be like this. We're not going to be at this place anymore. We're going to be in a better place. When you said Americans don't know how to sacrifice, that might be a lot of you out there. But I know people that do. Yes. Our veterans have sacrificed, right? Come on. I know missionaries that have sacrificed. You've sacrificed. Yes. You've come to Las Vegas to start this with nothing. That's right. You're not wealthy. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's not easy doing this. Like it takes a lot of money. It does. And so that just, that really speaks to me. Like we need to realize we have roofs over our heads. We have food in our mouth. You know, and, and, and again, there's some people out there that are homeless and bless you. You know, I know that. God is going to make a way for you. We're going to pray that for you today. But I want when we come back, Carol, to you, for you to share what God showed you about joy. Yes. Because you had a miracle. God healed you. The, the metal was taken out of your spine. It's yes. a miracle. He came to you in your room. Jesus healed you. And he, and he looked at you and he said, take my body. My body's going to be realigned. Yes. Amazing. And so I want you to talk about what God showed you about joy and joy in this time. Yes. When we come back, you guys, please do not, do not leave. If you have to go to the bathroom, hurry up. Come right back. See you soon. Hi, I'm Annie LoBear, and I'm also not just the pink chair host, but I am the founder of Hookers for Jesus and Destiny House, where ladies can come and dream, discover, and develop their true destiny in God and become world changers as we know it. A lot of you know my story, and some of you that might not, I was trafficked for more than a decade in Las Vegas in the casinos on the Strip and the high-class casinos in beautiful five-star rooms. And that entire time, I truly believe, now get this as I'm saying this, I truly believe that God had a plan for my life and that Jesus was with me the whole time. He had angels around me protecting me from the harms of death. And thank God for his grace because on August 2nd, 2003, I overdosed and the rest is history. In 2005, I started Hookers for Jesus. And in 2007, the dream came, the vision came for Destiny House. And this is where ladies come to get stabilized from their complex trauma. This is where they come to get their joy back. And this is where I come to the ministry and sacrifice myself and everyone that works with us, all of our assistants, all of our volunteers and our workers that help the ladies in our home, they give their lives for this cause. There's an opportunity today for you today to be part of what we're doing. These ladies' lives have changed dramatically, radically, and you would not believe what they've been and where they are now and what their lives are like coming out of trafficking, getting freed by the love of Jesus. It's miraculous to say the least. If you'd like to partner with us, you can go to hookersforjesus.net and just click on donate. We are in need of donations right now more than ever since this virus has hit our country. And we need food on the table. We need to make sure the house managers are watching over the girls 24-7. We need to make sure they're going to counseling, going to equine therapy, getting the art therapy, working out, getting the needed skills and resources that they need to heal. Please join us in this fight. 
Go to hookersforjesus.net and click on donate. Thank you. Welcome back to Annie's Pink Chair, and we're talking about joy today in the midst of darkness. Uncertain times, trials, everything. Like, yes. I don't even know what to say about this time. <laughs> we're in the COVID time. We're in a terrible time. Virus season. <laughs> yes. And, you know, circumstances sometimes will dictate our emotions if we allow them to. Right. But you just quoted a scripture earlier. The joy of the Lord is our strength, mm-hmm. but you said in the fullness, uh, the fullness uh, in his presence is the fullness of joy. Mm. When yeah. you're in the presence of God, no matter what the circumstances are, there is a joy unspeakable, mm. full of the Holy Ghost mm. that we yeah, can there enjoy. Is. There is. Mm. And, you know, one of the things I'd say about you, and I think it's important that your audience knows this, Annie, about you. My husband and I just love you and Oz. You're funny. (laughs) And there is no one as real as you are. And and there are times I look at you and I think, I I want to be more like you. you (laughs) Because you, you sum up a situation. You can be blunt, but you walk in the love of God. And I love that about you. And you'll just state something and... You'll say something, and and there's times I go, and I'll start laughing. Only Annie can put it that way. And that's part of your personality, and that's part of what makes you so enjoyable to other people. Now, I'll come with mismanners and, you know, this, that, and the other. But I try to do that. Okay, so this is the thing that we try to take each other's Mm -hmm. gifts and then try to apply them to ourselves Mm -hmm. because I love your grace and your presence and the mercy that you give and and the eloquence that you deliver your messages with. And I, I... think that maybe I'm too hyper sometimes, too blunt. No, I pause too much. Don't I, change. You know, and sometimes I'll I'll drop the wrong words and people will get offended. And then I'm like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Then I try to be like, oh, hi, I'm Annie. <laughs> but that's not me. No, it's... I just want to be myself. And I know you want to be yourself. So just be yourself. You're but free you know to be what yourself. shines through? That's joy, by the way. Yes. Being what, yourself. What shines through is the love of God. Always. It's not about the personality. And I love the Lord for this. He puts different personalities in his body. Yes, he and does. we need to celebrate those personalities. Wouldn't it be a boring world yeah, it would. if everyone came out like me with a Southern accent? Hi, Don. I love your accent. <laughs> Hi, I'm, Ke- I'm Dr. Carol Elaine. You know, years ago, I didn't <laughs> like my accent. And I said, oh God, I would hear myself on radio or television and say, I'm going to a coat. I'm going to lose this. And to me, it sounded not so much Southern, but like, I'm going to speak. I'm from England yeah, yes, or from Minnesota. Yes, and it sounded like a hick to me. And I'm thinking, You're not a hick. I'm going to lose it. And he spoke to me and he said, no, he said, I made you unique, that mm-hmm, accent. Mm-hmm. So we need to listen to God. Uh, the, he's used the accent to draw the See, ears of that, people. That, that's it. That's it. Listen, when you, when we were talking about the fullness of the presence of God is fullness of joy. And I want you to share your scripture because yes. when I become joy filled and if I'm in God's presence, and by the way, worship brings that for me, someone giving a great message or just reading, reading, yes. and then he shows me something and he speaks to me. I flip out. Yes. I'm like, he's speaking to me. And I get so excited because I'm like, my papa's speaking to me because he's my papa. So what does your scripture say well, and what did God it. speak to you about that? He spoke to me out of Nehemiah 
8 verse 10. And this was when Judah, Israel was being rebuilt. They had been in captivity. They're the going wall, back. Yeah, they're going back. They're rebuilding. From Babylon and, captivity. From Babylonian. Babylon captivity. And I mean, things are not good. It's they didn't terrible. have the riches that they but enjoyed You know what I time. love about them, though? They're the remnant. Yes. They came back. They had the faith to mm -hmm. go back and be obedient. They were the roots of the vine yes. coming back. Yes. So it was a very difficult time. They mm -hmm. come up to Ezra, the priest. Nehemiah's there. They tell Ezra, it says, as one man, read the Bible to us. I'm right. paraphrasing what they said, but that was exactly what they wanted. When he starts reading the word, conviction falls on them. They realize this is why we were taken into captivity. We sinned and they began to weep and they cry. stopped listening yes. to his voice. And Nehemiah had the Levites and the priests go around and say, quit grieving this is a day of celebration. God is restoring you. He's bringing you back. And so Nehemiah said something, and this is Springtime. amazing. See, mm. this is what, with our country, we're going to be restored. Restoration is coming. The buds are blooming. Yes. And the joy of the Lord, he said, is your strength. Right. He wanted them to quit grieving and mourning. He wanted them to celebrate that God is on their side right. and that he was going to help them. He would restore them. And so when he said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Annie, during this time, it's the joy of the Lord. It's okay to laugh. I mean, the world is experiencing heartache. But, you know, through it all, Scott and I have had moments where we have laughed. We put on the mask. We put on the gloves. I brought some with me today, actually. Yes. <laughs> and we went to the grocery store. He took a picture of me, and I sent it around to my friends. And I said, I said, we are, we're not going to understand who's the mm -hmm. burglars, the thieves, uh, compared exactly. to those behind no the mask. No face recognition anymore. If you don't laugh. Yeah, you have uh, without to. Laugh, laughter is as medicine. Right, right. And I would encourage all those that are watching mm. to laugh. It's okay to laugh. Right. And so that's where I'm at. And we've been laughing. I we've know. We've enjoyed you, today. I, I, I love that you sit in the studio and watch me me tape. And it's just amazing. I just appreciate your friendship and, and your your love and you and Scott and just everything about you. Well, you're, we love you and we love us. You're always full of joy when I see you. You're always smiling. You're always prophesying to me and my husband and, and Cricket and our whole team. And we just love you so much and appreciate you. Oh, and I, I see the joy all up in you, girl. You got oh. it. You know, no, I, just put it on like clothes, like a cute little <laughs> outfit, you know, like, woo! I was going through um, uh, a time and it was um, actually, I was going to have to go to court and deal with something. And the lawyer asked me, he said, why are you laughing? And I said, well, you see these circumstances. He said, nobody would laugh. I don't want you to smile when you get up in court. I said to him. You'll lose the case. Yes. <laughs> I said, the circumstances well, are mm, not good, mm, but I have something inside mm -hmm, of me mm -hmm. that outweighed the circumstances. Right. It's the joy of the Lord. That's right. And Jesus is your lawyer anyway. You guys, I, I'm just so thankful for Dr. Carol Elaine to be with us today. And I just want to thank you for coming on today and sharing. Oh, thank you. We could do like 10 more programs. Uh, we We're could. like flowing right now. <laughs> Hello. That's we the flowing. <laughs> so you guys, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on Annie's Pink Chair. Love you. Uh -huh.